If you've been interested in elevating your business in order to increase revenue, listen now to find out more. This is Key Entrepreneurs of Influence with Kieran Sweeney. Each week, Kieran speaks to home-based entrepreneurs, celebrity entrepreneurs, and others who are influential in their industries. Now, here is your host, Kieran Sweeney. And good morning, good day, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. This is Kieran Sweeney broadcasting live from Vancouver, Canada. And our guest is from Utah today, I believe Salt Lake City or somewhere around there. But we are going to have a great day. Uh, this, you know, this show, since we started Key Entrepreneurs of Influence, we've been focusing on, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs who have uh, done amazing work in the world of business and life and have elevated their profile by really taking the time to produce great content, taking the time to get published, taking the time to do speaking, public speaking. I mean, public speaking is what took my career from, you know, uh, below zero to, you know, way up in the stratosphere. So uh, it's it's such a powerful um, medium to become known, uh, whether it's online or live, it's just a great way to really elevate your game. And you know, we've had uh, pretty much everybody that has been uh, very successful in their own uh, niche. And you know, in 2014, I started a company called Mag Creators, and we produced digital magazines. And that year was named the year of content because business started to see what was happening on the internet more and more that driving more content uh, to the internet and increasing it uh, and doing it frequently was going to elevate uh, an entrepreneur's image in the marketplace. And our guest today is a specialist in that area and uh, we're going to be delving deep into that. So I won't take up a lot of time with my voice, but this show is uh, each week we're interviewing people who have really taking the time to position themselves in the marketplace, on the internet, so that people can find them. And that's the key thing today. You want to be found versus always hunting for clients. There's people looking for what you have to offer. It doesn't matter what your product or your service is. Somebody out there is looking for it. And I, I, at my academy in Vancouver, I teach people, you know, you really only need a thousand clients to get extremely wealthy. So, you know, if you really f- just chunk things down and look at, don't look at the world as this massive, I've got to go out there and find hundreds of thousand people. You just need a, a few good clients paying you uh, decently over time and you're going to just do just fine. And it's really that simple. So uh, we have Kyle Gray with us today. We're going to talk for the next 50 minutes about content and, and what Kyle does is he helps entrepreneurs with their content. So Kyle, um, you're a young guy, and you're kind of like part of that millennial generation that's just figured it out on the internet while, you know, the gray hairs are, are all still, you know, thumbing away and <laughs> trial and error trying <laughs> to figure it out. But you've done very well. But let's, uh, first of all, let's talk about your background uh, and how you got to where you are. So just give us uh, maybe the three-minute uh, history of uh, Kyle Gray. 
Yeah, so great question. And and uh, thank you for all those kind words. I was really resonating with everything you were just saying there. I think that those are those are all really important, yet, yet difficult to learn lessons. Um, I feel like you just have to get your hands dirty in the process to, to really uh, find the truth in everything you were saying. So I encourage people to do that. But um, so my name is Kyle Gray. And, uh, and yeah, I'm definitely fallen to that millennial, millennial category. And really what got me into entrepreneurship early on, is I'm a big I'm a big traveler. I spent a lot of time in uh, in South America. I've done some. I, I found different different jobs down there. Um, I worked for an airline doing guerrilla marketing in Brazil. I worked for a nonprofit helping uh, just some rural communities in Peru. And uh, I just every time I I did some some international travel. I, I found it was it it helped me transform myself, kind of grow in ways that I hadn't expected before, and I always came back a different and and uh, at least from my point of view a better person. And so I was always looking around for new opportunities to do that, and I started seeing um, some some different uh, blog posts, podcasts, videos about people who were building businesses online at, from their laptops and traveling the world while building successful and wealthy companies. And I was like, gosh, I got to figure out how to do that. I don't know how to be an entrepreneur yet. Uh, like I speak Spanish, but uh, but I don't know if that translates to any business schools. I never went to, I never got any MBAs or or took any, any uh, or a lot of business classes at school. But um, <clears throat> I kept moving around and uh, taking uh, taking one class at my at my university, which was kind of a unique one called the Foundry, where we all all of the students showed up and we all got to pick out our own businesses what we wanted to make, um, and we just kind of held each other each other accountable like in a mastermind. And uh, eventually, I started. I put together like a small podcast. Um, just interviewing different entrepreneurs for this group of 20 students I was working with. Anytime we had a question, I would try and find an entrepreneur um, that knew the answer. And I eventually got introduced to this guy named Dan Norris, who was the founder of WP Curve. He's a, he's a really brilliant entrepreneur right now. He's doing all kinds of stuff and has really built built a life for himself that, that I, I admire deeply. Um, so I had him on the podcast and uh, from that from that interview on the podcast came more conversations, collaborations until eventually he asked me if I knew anybody that could help him tell WP Curve's story. He was looking for somebody to help him take over the content marketing for his startup, which was the main growth driver for his business. They weren't using advertising or they weren't using any Facebook ads or anything like that. They were just creating really great blog posts. So it was an important job and it was definitely you know, his baby. And so, uh, but he invited me out. He lived in Australia. And so uh, we, we arranged a deal where I would be working in Thailand, which is about at the same time zone as Australia. Um, and uh, just starting to put together the content. And, and I had to hit the ground running with this where uh, I dropped in and he, he handed the blog right over to me. And there were, there were a lot of challenges figuring out remote work at first and really figuring out how to tell um, his story and then achieving the goals of, of publishing all of the content that we needed to. So uh, I found that the best solution for that um, was not trying to do all the writing myself or to turn myself into the brilliant marketer that uh, Dan was, but to try and observe Dan and observe everything that was happening and carefully document 
things that were were happening and, and things that a lot of entrepreneurs call SOPs or standard operating procedures. So we got our strategy all written out. We got a good style guide written out. And eventually I was able to take the, the content marketing from just a one-man show to a team of a dozen plus writers all publishing simultaneously, working on different things. And uh, that was really how I, how I got my start on this. And fast forward a few years later, I've, I've put out a book called The Story Engine, which kind of outlines the background processes of what it takes to really run a great content marketing campaign, how to get clear on your story, how to create these standard operating procedures so that you're not the one having to do all the work and you're not the one that you have to spend all day writing out your story. You can get people to help you. And I think that's when the magic starts to happen for in content marketing or a lot of these businesses. Awesome. Well, the Story engine. Let's go into that because that's uh, probably the, I guess, really the foundation or the, the. It's a template. I see you call it a template, which is great because that's that's how I teach people to speak. Follow a template, but uh, templates are great. So tell us, uh, why don't you walk us through the story engine and, and tell us exactly uh, how to apply it so that we get the maximum results? Because a lot of people don't know how to. Um, look for content or uh, figure out, you know, what are the, uh, what, what is it that people are looking for uh, in your content? You've got to have words that m- are going to match up with what people are searching for in the search engines, correct? Yeah, I think so. I think, you know, a lot of people emphasize search engine optimization right away. And I think that that's a key thing, but um, I feel like it's a little bit overemphasized in in the market today. Okay. Uh, of course, like we're always, uh, everybody wants that nice, consistent Google traffic. Um, but focusing just on that can can kind of limit actually what you what you want to do. And so um, the story engine takes people through what I call the scalable storytelling process. And I think the first step before you write any content, a lot of people, the big mistake they make is they, you know, as soon as they want to start content marketing, they feel almost like they approach it either as if it's like a Facebook ad campaign, very heavily digital marketing, or they approach it like they're writing in a diary almost where they feel like artistic and they're, and they're doing that. And the problem with people who just jump into it and writing it like, like it's a diary, it doesn't, it, they probably don't have much of a strategy. It's not going to connect with their audience. And, uh, you know, sooner or later, that inspiration is going to dry up and you'll still need to be creating content. And if you're just relying on kind of feeling inspired and artistic to create, then it's not going to be a sustainable thing. So the first thing that I always walk people through is really creating a purpose for your content that's that's bigger than yourself, that's bigger than even your business and what you're doing and really trying to solve, you know, a big ambitious problem or help a group of people. So that if the inspiration dries up, you can draw on the power of that mission and the power of that story. And you can also bring other people in and enlist people in this vision you have. So, um, you know, for example, uh, with, with some of the people I work with, if you want to create, if uh, they're a company that helps people with, uh, get speaking speaking gigs and build their business with speaking, we would create a blog that says, yeah, we want to we help people um, uh, become better speakers faster. And so by doing that and by connecting it with more of a mission than get more customers or get more traffic, um, it changes the, how you feel about your content, it changes how you show up, and it makes your, your work a lot higher quality. 
And awesome. then, wow. oh, yeah, keep going. So, um, so I think that that's the first thing is really defining, getting a mission down, and then figuring out why you're different. And I think this is one of the most challenging things. And even uh, even as somebody who does a lot of of branding and kind of, I feel like I'm very good at pulling what's interesting out of people. I even have challenges with this myself. I think it's like there's the there's like an old, um, I think like it's a Buddhist uh, riddle about what's the sound of one one hand clapping. And uh, so it's difficult to figure out what's interesting about yourself. But so like talk to your friends, talk to your colleagues and really find out what's what's unique about you. What why do you care about what you're doing and and uh, how do you show up with something different? Um, And you can do that by, you know, it can be you believe something a little bit different. Like, for example, what I was just saying about um, a lot of people are all about search engines and SEO and getting that Google traffic where that's not such a high priority for me all the time. And so by doing that, I differentiate myself a little bit. Um, and so if you can find these key differentiation points um, that will that will help people kind of decide, well, there's 100 blogs about X. Why do I like this one more than the others? You want to be able to find out, find those reasons why. And then finally, um, I think uh, one of the most important things and one of the most powerful things that I, I like to address and, and work with uh, work with people on content is identifying core problems that you want to solve for your target uh, reader or your target customer. And so what's interesting about this and speaking of WP Curve, how we approach this is WP Curve was a startup that helped people uh, with, with small WordPress fixes. So anytime your, your website was looking a little wonky, your, your plugins weren't working, we would, we would have an army of developers come help you fix that. But we weren't talking about how to fix WordPress problems on our blog. But we knew that if somebody, was, if somebody came to our, one of our ideal customers were probably entrepreneurs, they had their own website, they were bootstrappers, so they, they, didn't wanna, they, they couldn't afford to hire a full-time developer on their site. And uh, you know, they wanted to learn how to grow their business. So instead of talking about WordPress fixes, we understood our customer enough and we started addressing other problems that they have that were parallel to the problem that we solved as a business. So we talked about product launches. We talked about content marketing. We talked about managing a remote team. We talked about um, you know, other business growth strategies. So that would attract people to our site. And then we could present our offer to them. But instead of, we, instead of talking about just we fix this WordPress problem here, we fix that, which may not actually attract our ideal customers and, uh, and kind of limited our options of what we wanted to talk about if we only talked about the problem that our business itself solved. Another interesting uh, part of it was this opened us up to develop relationships with people where we could talk to people who talked about content marketing, talked about Facebook ads, talked about managing remote teams, and we could collaborate together without having the feeling like, oh, this person's a competitor. I should be worried about them. I heard a, I heard a, a line once uh, um about worrying about your competitor, and it, it was something to the effect that uh, if you if you if you sp- spend time worrying about your competitor, uh, you're not really focusing on your own business. And the solution is 
don't worry about your competitor. Just focus on your business and be better. The, the thing about co- competitors is you need them, and that helps you stand apart. So, you know, I really liked what you're talking about, about, about what makes a person unique, and, and, and I think a lot of entrepreneurs struggle with that. So after the break, I want to delve into that more because that's something that I'm passionate about is really helping people to get inside themselves and understand why they do what they do and, and why, why they're so passionate about it. And when people can get really clear on that and uh, understand that they have an, a unique ability and a, and a, a unique genius, um, one of my uh, mentors, Dan Sullivan, taught us to really get clear on what is your genius and your unique genius and your unique ability. And when you really get clear on that and understand what it is, um, and it, it takes a while to get there. It's like peeling back the onion. And, and But at the core of every person, there is a, a fundamental reason why they're doing what they're doing. And uh, that's that's brilliant that you're doing that. So uh, I love taking people through processes to get clear on that. Because once you've got that, uh, you can you can pretty much go anywhere. And, you know, producing content must always come from that unique ability of why you are what you do and why you're different. And, and I think a lot of people uh, struggle with it because they, they have a, they, they, it comes down to the old self-worth thing. And, you know, why would anybody want to listen to me or understand what it is or why would they want to hear my message? But a lot of people do. A lot of people do, and it doesn't matter what you're doing or what you're selling or uh, uh, advocating. There's thousands of people out there that want to hear about who you are, and they need to find you, and that's why producing content is so critical. So we're going to go to the break now, and we have Kyle Gray, who's an expert in helping entrepreneurs to create content, and he's written a book called The Story Engine, so you can go grab that, and uh, worth a read, and uh, get in touch with him too if you need some help. So he's a, a rising star and in the content creation and the, in the marketing world and also in the public speaking world. So we'll be right back. This is Kieran Sweeney with Key Entrepreneurs of Influence. Hope you're enjoying the show, and stay tuned because we've got some more great content coming. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. Are you challenged in business? Want to double your revenues? Want to work less and earn more? Breakthrough 90 Coaching by Kieran Sweeney is a unique accelerated process that guides entrepreneurs on creating seven-figure revenue businesses. Contact Kieran at bt90coaching.com or visit our website at bt90coaching.com. You may also call 778-888-5837 right now. Break through the barriers of mediocrity and create the success you deserve. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. 
live Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Key Entrepreneurs of Influence with Kieran Sweeney. To call into today's program, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or feel free to send an email to Kieran. That's K-I-E-R-O-N at KieranSweeney.com. Now, back to Key Entrepreneurs of Influence. And welcome back. We're... Speaking with Kyle Gray today, who's a content expert, uh, genius creator in the marketplace, and uh, uh, has written a book called The Story Engine, which you need to download. And, and if you're serious about building your image on the internet, this is a gentleman you want to be in touch with uh, and align with. Um, we were talking about unique ability, and then we're going to go on to some other uh, good uh, content in this show. But unique ability, uh, the reason I wanted to address this is because you know, for me, I, I look back at when I was, uh, I was I was in my 30s, early 30s, and I, I was, you know, you know, I was an entrepreneur, but I was doing businesses that I liked and I liked the product uh, and it made me money, but it really wasn't me. It wasn't what I was passionate about. And, and, and so when I worked with a mentor who helped me really drill down and figure out what it is, what is it that's so unique about me and why am I different and what, what's going to position me? And, and it really came down to a couple of things. You know, when I went through this process, I learned that one, I was, I was a really good connector, really good at putting people together. And that ended up making me a lot of money because I ended up doing a lot of uh, brokering a lot of deals and, and um, you know, the, in the whole joint venture world. And the joint venture world is a very uh, fascinating area to um, create uh, income and revenue. Uh, just putting people together. I, I'm working on a couple of deals right now where I'm just putting people together. And, you know, you get paid for that. But, but that led me to realize that there was more. The other thing that was, I was really, really good about my unique ability was the fact that I was a good communicator and I liked helping people a lot. I liked helping entrepreneurs. So ultimately, that kind of forged the, into this public speaking role that I took on. And I became more of a kind of a teacher, trainer, motivator, inspiring uh, speaker. And, and the unique ability really is just about being a powerful communicator. And and, ta- and, and, you know, taking that out to the world. And I was very fortunate to be aligned with some uh, companies that allowed me to get stage presence all over the world. So, you know, but here's the key thing. When I, when I really found my unique ability, it, it started to open up doors. Because w- when you find it and you step through the line of fear that may be stopping you from really going into your, your genius, uh, then the world just opens up to you. And, and this is, this is really so critical that if you, if you, there's something you think you're really great at, just pursue it with passion and watch what happens. So, uh, Kyle, what's your unique ability? What would you say it is? 
So I've got a couple. Um, I feel like I am I am a good teacher, and and this is what I've I've brought a lot of of what I've been doing. I've been I've been teaching in one form or another since I was I was very young, and just being able to write things in a clear and simple way um, brings a lot of power to. Uh, to whatever I'm doing, just being able to present an idea in a way that somebody can absorb and immediately apply to their business. And that's what I think is the core heart of what I do at, at content marketing. And um, I, another, uh, really one of my, one of the uh, abilities that I'm most proud of is actually not writing forward facing blog content, but writing standard operating procedures. So these could be checklists or instructions on how to how to do any kind of task in your business, whether it's uh, promote something on social media, what, is a, what does a blog post look like when it should be uploaded? How do we create a good looking image in Canva? How do we um, go through and organize a library of, of Vimeo videos and make sure that it's easily searchable and workable? And um, <clears throat> finally, uh, like you, I feel like I'm a connector. Uh, what gets me out of bed and what gets me excited in the morning um, when when I'm creating content is not what am I going to create, but who am I going to meet on this on this journey of learning what I'm whatever I'm I'm learning about and trying to create something useful and helpful for people. But it, uh, like you said, it was a big challenge. Like it took time to discover what these things were in me and and why I liked them so much and it's it's funny uh yeah you can be you can be looking around uh for such a long time and you'll find your a lot of your unique abilities are staring you right at the face and you just you just can't see them sometimes and uh it's one of my favorite things also early on is because I'm such a good connector I'm I'm interested in people and I love just seeing the way that they light up when they get this kind of clarity it's one of my in the early stages of figuring out your content strategy, figuring out your story um, is one of the, the best parts of, of, my, of the process is just discovering these things. And I've got a couple of tools and a couple of systems that I, I work with people to help them get that clarity. And uh, I think it'd be fun to share just a few of these basic uh, questions and prompts to see if uh, uh, the listeners can, can start going through these exercises on their own. Let's do it. So um, I think a really great one is, uh, is just condensing what you do into um, just a single sentence. If you, can, if you can say what you do in one sentence, and I feel like most people can't, and usually, uh, especially, you know, I still am kind of a technical person and I had the bad habit of uh, just kind of going in, way into the weeds about what I do, about, you know, just... Uh, uploading a WordPress blog post are, you know, getting really technical where when, and when you're talking about your business, you should be able to say one sentence that kind of inspires some more thoughts, inspires some more questions, but also gives people a clear idea of what you're doing. And uh, just putting this together in one single sentence uh, is a great place to start. And so for me, I use, I help entrepreneurs use storytelling to grow their business without spending all day writing. But uh, there's a basic template for this. And so it's I, action, whatever you do, and then who, what you, who you do it for. And those are the two. Getting, getting really clear on the who is one of the biggest challenges, but one of the best. Once you get clear on that, you get a big, big leap forward. So who to experience what. So 
what problem are you really solving once you once you help them how are they how is their world going to be better so that they can get result so again once this problem is solved and they're moving on this what's the what's the bigger goal that they're they're achieving in here and so if you can if you can squeeze all of this information into one single sentence um, then you can start just sharing what you're doing easily it gets more easy to communicate who you are and what you're doing and the people that really need your help are going to immediately recognize it if it's if it's what they need you'll start to see people's eyes light up um, and so figuring out this this sentence um, is a powerful way to start and uh, one of my my favorite things on working on is just kind of asking people questions like uh, because our own stories and our own pasts have have shaped us our skills our ideas our perspectives and so by by digging into the story uh, and our our past we can usually find a lot of that a lot of the the magic that defines us so just asking people like where do you come from you know how did you grow up what, what what's your past like what are your roots like and uh, what was really important to you you know what were some of the important moments in your life and uh, you can start to see like with most people it's pretty easy to start seeing connections between where they've come from and the, mo- the the what they see as the important moments in their life and to why they're doing the business that they're doing now um, and it's not always necessarily like I create this product or I want to solve this problem for a specific person, but I want to create a you know a certain kind of lifestyle or I want to uh, I want to serve a certain kind of audience. And uh, another great question that that really brings out some gold are who are the important people in your life? Who do you admire and why? Because the people that you admire and the the qualities that you really admire. Um, are not only present in the people that that you see, but you admire them because there's something in, within you. Whether or not you fully develop those qualities or not, you know, can vary. But uh, but really finding that really helps get you some extra direction on what you're doing and who you are and why you're doing it, and it sparks a lot of interesting conversations. And so just just writing down the important people in your life and then kind of sitting on that and asking. Why, why are these people so important to me? Why do I like them? What have they taught me? Um, can give you some really good insights into what's unique and powerful about yourself. And then, of course, why do you care? What, what do you, you know, what, what breaks your heart? When you're seeing, yeah, especially if you're trying to think of your target audience, like what, when you think of them, you know, in their, in their suffering moments are like, you're just like, oh man, I've got to help these people. I feel for you. I've been there. I've been at that point. Where, where do you start to think those kind of things? And that um, why you care is, is a powerful differentiator. Even if you are the same, you know, if you're offering the same product as 100 other people, but, your reason, but you can be really clear on why you care about uh, your audience or why you care about the solution and more than, than the other 100 people, you're going to get that client. And it might not even be a different product or a different service. But if people understand why you care and really feel that you care about them, it's going to make some magic happen. Totally. Oh, yeah. Well, it's, that's what it's all about. <laughs> yeah. Another great one is just just kind of uh, looking through observations of the world. You ask yourself a couple of questions: What's wrong with the world right now? You know, who are the people? What's what is your what is the people that you want to serve? Your audience. What do they want that they're not getting right now? 
and again, what breaks your heart to see them going through, and um, who's doing the right thing and and uh, inspiring you. So you make these observations in the world, and then you turn it around and create some realizations. So if I see, well, you know, a lot of people really aren't very clear on their story or what they're doing, and then I realize that, you know, with just a few simple steps, we can we can get them that clarity and really, you know, cause this quantum leap forward business changing stuff that you were you were describing for yourself when you really got clear on these things, then that's what I need to be doing. And so going through that process of observations and realizations is really good. Um, another fun tool that I love to work on, although I don't like the name of it very much, uh, but but I didn't get to name it. So it's called the Big Hairy Audacious Goal. And I've seen this mentioned in a couple of books and in, in a lot of different places. But what's fun about this is if you can create a really big goal for yourself, then <clears throat> one thing it does is it it helps you get clear on what you're doing and, and how you want to do this. But it also uh, gives you another way to enlist your audience, your customers, your team, and yourself in something bigger than yourself. So by saying, like, I want to help a million people become location-independent entrepreneurs by 2025 is, is like a great example of a, of a big, hairy, audacious goal. How are you going to work with these million, million people? How are, how are you going to reach all of them? And, and it, starts to, it starts to get you thinking a little bit bigger. It starts to get you out of your comfort zone and starts to push you a little bit. But it also, when you start sharing this with other people, people, instead of just buying a solution uh, from you or a, a single product, they get to see like, wow, this is a vision that I'm inspired by too. And I want to be one of those million people to, to help you advance this. And so what a great BHAG or big, hairy, audacious goal. It has to be simple. Um, I think if you if you can get your signature sentence down, then you can work one of these. It should be just one or two sentences long. It should be connected to your story somehow. So I want to see something like something from your past that really informs this. It's not just going to be a random goal that that you kind of dream up in a you know in a boardroom or something. This is connected to the deepest parts of your soul and what you care about. Another thing is it needs to be measurable. Um, you want, I want to have a really specific number, even 1 million is a specific number, but why, why it's measurable. If you, if it can be measurable, then you can create a story with it. So by every person you impact, if we're still going with these location independent entrepreneurs example, you know, if you impact a person with a blog post or you, one of your clients, you work with them, each, each person you can start to count up that number and you can even create a graph. Uh, I've seen people do this with on their presentations where they they start to create a graph where they're showing how many people they've impacted and it starts to increase. And so you're even creating a story inside of fulfilling this goal, which gets people enlisted in what you're doing. And of course, uh, this is built into the name, but it needs to be ambitious. It needs to be so big that when you first write it down, you're like, how in the world am I going to do this? How am I going to put this together? And then uh, I like to set them about 10 years out because that's, that's big enough for, to, or that's enough time to really start getting you thinking about how to push your limits and, uh, <clears throat> and um, yeah, aiming for something powerful in the future. So putting something together like that. And then finally, 
Um, what I think is a really great secret weapon for a lot of people, especially if you have a service, especially if you're a coach, um, is creating your own process. It's like, I like to think of it like, um, you know, your grandmother's lasagna recipe. You love your grandmother's lasagna. In fact, it's so good that nobody else can, uh, can like, you can't order lasagna anywhere else because it's just delicious. And so usually it's just a couple of steps. And uh, it, it describes how you, how you do what you do, but it doesn't get too much in the weeds. And so for me, um, I call this the scalable storytelling process. And the, so the first one is uh, discover, which is you discover what's unique about people. We're going through this process right now. Then define, we write it down into some clear standard operating procedures, and then delegate. We bring on team members to work with you and start telling your story. And so if you can start saying, this is how I work with people uh, then, uh, and, and outline your process, then it gives people a really interesting way to visualize being successful with you. And because you name your process, then you're the only place that you can go where there's millions of content marketers out there just like me. But unless you can, if you can create your own process, give it a name, then you're the only shop on the block. Excellent. Yeah, that's... That's that's kind of how this whole uh, breakthrough entrepreneur academy started up here with uh, you know going through a similar process like that to to bring something unique into the market in in the world of uh, business and entrepreneurial training and because uh, you know when you go back to saying why do you care and what's wrong with the world and um, what concerns you you know it it just popped into my mind that I I got out of the speaking industry. <clears throat> the or sorry the seminar industry because I got really concerned about it just being a, a, a selling um, process of selling one seminar to sell the next one to sell the next one and and saw a lot of people enthusiastically running in the wrong direction and weren't really uh, finding success so I I, I kind of just looked at the entire industry and and figured out what really worked for me and then designed a, uh, a, a process and a, a way to offer this type of entrepreneurial training that really gets results. And uh, within a year, I had clients doubling and tripling their revenue. So in fact, some did it in less than 90 days. So yeah, so that's, uh, that's brilliant. I'm, I'm so glad you've kind of more or less documented that as well. Do you have that in the story engine as well, or is that separate content? The amazing process, are, yeah, your own process is something I haven't I haven't put together exactly. I've I've outlined a lot of things like your your strategy, your why you, what's unique, but uh, but yeah, this is something that that's that's new, a little bit newer that I've been incorporating recently. Nice. Okay, we're gonna go to the break. We're with Kyle Gray, who we're talking about content, and oh, geez, we're just expanding. We're gonna come back and finish the show off with some really powerful uh, information. Uh, Kyle and I were sharing on the last break, and we're gonna talk about it in, in the next section. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. This is Kieran Sweeney with Key Entrepreneurs of Influence, and we're speaking with Kyle Gray today. We'll be right back. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. I'm busy and so is my family. Leftover pizza and unhealthy takeout isn't really doing it for us anymore. Just ask my bathroom scale. That all changed when I found Freshly. 
For less than $10 a meal, Freshly delivers six meals a week, always fresh, never frozen, prepared by top chefs and nutritionists using the best, freshest, gluten-free ingredients. The best part is the menu is always new and fresh, just like the food, and it only takes three minutes for me to prepare breakfast, lunch, or dinner, and there's no messy cleanup and no dishes. My family loves the choices and the taste and freshly delivers to my home and my office so I eat healthy all day every day. If you're tired of the same old cardboard delivery and takeout, try out Freshly.com today and save $20 on your first order using coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. Your taste buds and your scale will thank you. So save 20 bucks today with coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. Are you challenged in business? Want to double your revenues? Want to work less and earn more? Breakthrough 90 Coaching by Kieran Sweeney is a unique accelerated process that guides entrepreneurs on creating seven-figure revenue businesses. Contact Kieran at bt90coaching.com or visit our website at bt90coaching.com. You may also call 778-888-5837 right now. Break through the barriers of mediocrity and create the success you deserve. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You are listening to Key Entrepreneurs of Influence with Kieran Sweeney. To call into today's program, please call 1 866 472 5795. That's 1 866 472 5795. Or feel free to send an email to Kieran. That's K I E R O N at KieranSweeney.com. Now, back to Key Entrepreneurs of Influence. And welcome back. This is Kieran Sweeney, and we're talking with Kyle Gray today, talking about content, content marketing, and and uh, just learning all kinds of really great info on how to uh, do this properly and do it well. And you know, one of the one of the things too about content is, um, you know, Kyle, we didn't discuss this, but repurposing content, whether it's your own content or other people's content, uh, is a is one way to 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 quickly get out there into the marketplace. And remember, anything you produce on the internet today, whether it's a video, uh, Facebook Live, uh, um, blog posts, articles, you can repurpose that into any other form. It can be, it can be a, if you, you could take your podcast, have them transcribed, put them up in a blog. You can have your videos transcribed. In fact, you can get your uh, Facebook Live uh, videos transcribed uh, fairly inexpensively and uh, then use that as a blog post. So what's this all about? All of this content. Well, Kyle and I were speaking at the, at the break, and it, it's about building relationships, building relationships through content. And Kyle said, you know, content versus, uh, or sorry, building relationships versus building traffic. So Kyle and I actually met this way. We, it was through, you know, uh, a relationship. There was a post uh, by Tyler Basu, uh, who's been on the show, and he uh posted something and I responded and that response uh, was seen by Kyle and the next thing you know Kyle's interviewing me uh, putting me in his blog and now he's on my radio show so it, this is what happens uh, being 
you know, the, the thing about putting the content out there is it, it, it's going to get people to engage, and that's how you build relationships. And then you just never know where that relationship's going to go to. And, you know, I got this feeling that me and Kyle are going to be doing some things together because, you know, we've got some good synergies. We think the same. And we, uh, it's like, you're like the, the younger of me 25 years ago, Kyle. So it's really <laughs> cool to observe you and listen to you. So, and it's brilliant what you're doing. So, uh, let's go into that building relationships through content versus building traffic. Yeah. Thank you, Karen. That's a, that's a big honor. And so this is, this is really what gets me excited about content marketing. Uh, when I wake up in the mornings, it's not so much who, uh, or like, what am I going to make, but who am I going to meet in this process? And so actually, uh, we were just talking on the, before the break about, um, having your own processes. And so I actually have one called the harvest method, which is all about focusing on relationships and, even earlier than that, I said, you know, usually people, people when getting into content marketing make two, one of two mistakes. They either think it's their diary and they treat it very artistically, or they think it's like a Facebook ad and they need to get conversions and traffic and all of these things right away. And I think uh, if you meet yourself in the, if you meet in the middle, um, one of the most powerful ways is to actually use your content, not to get traffic to your site, which is important, and all of this will come as a result of this, but to cultivate relationships with peers in your space. And so how I do this is just by um, featuring people in my content. This is another great reason why having core problems, which we talked about earlier, um, just understanding different uh, problems that your audience has that may not be exactly the product you related to the product you sell, but you know that a person that has problem A is going to want to buy your product to solve problem B. Um, and just reaching out and, and trying to add value with your content. It's always, um, I think the first, you should always be asking yourself, how can I add value to this person? How can I add value to that person? And starting from there um, and using that to kind of look around the internet and see how you can help people by, by creating stuff together. And so how it works for us is, is yeah, um, you, you had a really insightful full comment that was closely related to uh, one of the blog posts that I had recently published. But a lot of my content on my site, thestoryengine.co, I don't see like a blog post that you push publish on as finished. Um, which a lot of people do. They publish the blog post and then they, they promote it once on social media and then it's done and it's buried. Um, with me, I like to keep my blog posts, especially the core, super important ones that are just like the, the de defining posts on your blog. Um, I keep them living. And so if there's somebody, if I, if I meet somebody like you who has a unique insight, I want to add them to that content. And that gives them value because they're starting to uh, get on a really popular blog post. They're getting links. They're getting extra attention. They're getting featured. Um, and it adds value to me because then uh, we start to build a relationship, new opportunities like uh, just pop up. And, and as a result of this, and you start to meet and, and work with more people. And so if you focus on how can you add value to people and then start leading with value, then new opportunities are going to come up. So instead of focusing on SEO and trying to get every single keyword crammed into your blog post, if you're just like, what kind of interesting person can I meet, especially in the early stages where if you're just starting your blog and you're trying to compete with, um, you know, some well-established businesses, it's going to take a long time to get that traction. 
But if you can build a relationship with just the right person and be really, uh, really smart and really generous with what you're doing, then you can get that same power, that early power that you need, that you really want to get your blog some traction. That's what's going to get you those early results is building relationships with just the right people. You know, I would trade, I wouldn't trade like uh, a thousand organic Google searches for a chance to, you know, chat with you. And I think a lot of people see that. And so even if you have a really small blog, if you are laser targeted with who you want to build relationships with and really, you know, generous and smart, then you can just move ahead leaps and bounds ahead of your competition without without expending all the effort of searching for all these keywords and making sure everything is super duper optimized and converting and all of these kind of technical marketing words. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that's... You know, the interesting thing about all that is, um, you know, you can do all the marketing you want in the world, but unless unless you know how to, f- you know, find the traffic or if, or you have lists to uh, promote to people, uh, it, it, it's, it's not going to serve you. So, you know, this is kind of going back to Internet Marketing 101. It all has to start with content. You need to be able to produce really great content. And to attract people, build that following, build that tribe. And, you know, the word tribe started about three or four years ago. And, and it's, it really is all about that is build your following. And, and, and ultimately, you find your, your, your raving fans who become your best customers. So, but, you know, I really like your approach. It's, it's, it's you know, in this entire conversation, uh, I haven't felt one ounce of being sold to. And I, I really find the genuineness uh, in what you're doing to uh, really be about, you know, just get your message out there, get your content out there, get your, your advice out there uh, and and publish it co- constantly and consistently so that people can find it and, and you, you'll be found. And, you know, the thing about this, like this radio show is, producing content we can take all of these uh, recordings and uh, we can do other stuff with them as well so it's it just it's endless so you know you just uh keep putting it out there and what's cool about this show is that you know there's people from all over the world listening and you know all of a sudden you know if you want to become an international speaker one day this is one great way to do it is to get you know, get podcasts, get radio shows. Uh, I even just started a TV show, and um, I'm getting so much uh, traffic now because of that TV show. So, and you know, it's also helped me to get clearer uh, about you know why I do what I do, and uh, and and back to getting something a little bit more core about uh, the teachings I do, uh, which is the whole you know power of the mind and the mindset stuff. So I've got a whole series running on, on uh, internet TV right now on that. So, and uh, again, that's been repurposed already and it's been put into a book, it's been put into blogs and it's just amazing and people find you. So um, appreciate what you're doing, Kyle. So Kyle, um, we've got a few more minutes here. So let's uh, let, let's talk about why you do what you do. I love doing this to entrepreneurs in my courses because <laughs> I get to really get to know them better. But why do you do what you do? Yeah, that's a great question. And um, I think it all started, you know, when I was, when I was about 20, 
Um, I was certain that the only way I was going to live a happy and fulfilled life was by being a musician, a singer, songwriter. And uh, I spent a lot of time like crafting lyrics and thinking about lyrics and trying to create emotional experiences for people. And I, I wanted to, you know, create things that changed people's mind, that made them think differently. And I wanted to create unique melodies that, uh, that were, were catchy. And um, I lost, uh, I, I ended up kind of losing my love for the, I, I forgot about enjoying the process and I ended up uh, just focused on like picking up my guitar and I was like, I need to have a hit song right now. Um, and so that, that passion went dormant and I found it again when I was writing content, again, sim trying to create a positive experience that changed people's minds. And I really found I reconnected it by just writing good blog posts. And uh, even like the performance, that's, that's what attracted me to public speaking was, was not so much the amazing business opportunity that it is, but it's, it's my chance to get up on stage like I used to and perform and create an experience. And I really, I really love that. Um, and so that's, that's what I've, that's what I've found, and that's what I'm bringing to my my content marketing is more of a the perspective of a of a kind of poet or uh, or songwriter, and then mixing that in with the very scientific and analytical power um, that can come from you know a lot of digital marketing practices. Well said. Well said. Well, this has been a great show, and you know we started this show to highlight. Uh, key entrepreneurs of influence and you know we've had so many different amazing people on over the last uh, few months but boy it all comes down to you know all of them would agree that just the amount of content they're putting on the internet and it is key to their success so having you on this show is kind of nice way to kind of wrap up the last couple of months because uh it's it's the most important uh element of of marketing today and uh so if you're listening and you want to really amp it up uh, uh on the internet uh, get a hold of kyle gray and uh download the story engine and uh just get get your content out there in a, in a meaningful way yeah, get yeah. It out. your message, your message really matters. One of the biggest things that's impacted me and has slowed me down is I was afraid that I didn't deserve to share or I didn't have anything unique to share. And it's still something I wrestle with today, to be honest with you guys. So, so be brave and share what you have and create and get out there in the arena and it'll, it's worth it. I promise you. Awesome. Thanks, everybody. This has been a great show. Uh, we are very uh, grateful to have Kyle Gray on today. And thank you, Kyle. And uh, we'll be looking forward to uh, hearing comments and getting feedback. And everyone out there, have a great week. Uh, this is Kieran Sweeney with Key Entrepreneurs of Influence. And just go create some content. Thank you for joining Kieran Sweeney and Key Entrepreneurs of Influence. We hope you'll tune in again for another edition of the program next Tuesday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have a good week.